Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. You are listening to Thrill of the Chase. A pleasure to be with you. A very dramatic finish to proceedings at uh, at the end of Trackside. And we're just still waiting. We are still, still waiting for the confirmation. And I think it has won. Well done. Well done. We'll do it again. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Ladbrokes has got it. Validar as the winner. Well done to Sammy Highland, who got his best of the day home. Unbelievable there. Hopefully you backed it. Tags, I know, backed it, certainly. And I hope we can get some more winners as the morning, um, as the afternoon unfolds. Uh, We're just waiting for James Vandermart. He's just having some technical issues. And uh, I'll have to send him some, uh, a new password for, uh, for the, the system he's using, we'll go to Ballarat, uh, sorry, Warrnambool in just a moment. 0499 736 736. Would love to hear from you at any point. If you've got your tips, Jimmy Vandermart will uh, will be with us very shortly. Warrnambool, $1.90 favorite is number two, Rio Hatto. Let's go there and we'll come back and we'll try and get to Jimmy Vandermart. Ready, racing. Patchy sort of start. Rio Hatto wasn't the greatest away, but mustered quickly to find the lead ahead of Mapunga Hales and Fishtog Giblet further inside. Deeper out, Rochester Paddy from Stalking Shadow, then Quinley Bale Pongo last, St. Bogan running the turn. Rio Hatto the leader out by four lengths on Mapunga Hales in second. Out deeper on the track, Rochester Paddy from Fishtog Giblet. Rio Hatto favourite a length and a half in front and won it. Beat Mapunga Hales photo third. Stalking Shadow, Fishtog Giblet a wide apart. Then Quinley Bale. Uh, St. Bogan. Well Favourite gets the job done at Warrnambool in the first. Rio Hatto, $1.40. Mapunga Hales in second, number four at $3.90. 736 736 Appreciate your texts throughout the day. Keep them coming. Jimmy Vandermart will be on with us very shortly. He's just logging in as we speak. We're going to chat about today's racing We're going to just have a general chit-chat as well, see how the great man's going, because I haven't spoken to him since, well, Wednesday. Uh, Sorry, uh, Monday, I think. And hopefully, uh, I think he's on the line now. Jimmy Vandermart, have I got you there? 
Yes, I've got you, Johnny. It was Beautiful. Tuesday, mate, we last Tuesday. spoke. Tuesday, and I think we backed we backed a couple of winners as well, which was nice. We did. Hey, in all my um in all the, the busyness that has been this week, I forgot to send you the new passwords that did come through <laughs> to me uh, on Wednesday, I believe. So I apologize for that. That was my fault that you haven't been able to log in, but welcome. No. Welcome. No. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank you. Now, look, I, I did get a bit worried because just before five o'clock, I've got everything ready and yes. set the uh, the gear and the office up, and I've gone enter to, to dial in, and, <laughs> and nothing's happening. But uh, we're, we're back in business, mate, and we've got plenty of time to uh, to get through what is going to be a good show as well. We've got Sandown Park Racing tonight. Uh, there's there's good racing. It's probably a little bit of a, a calm before the storm, I guess. Obviously, the the Hillsville Carnival about to kick off, and before we know it, it'll be uh, it'll be Melbourne Cup Spring Carnival yes. time, and there'll be uh, Group Ones popping out of uh, out of our ears. Absolutely. What'd you make of the day? How was your day? More importantly, first before we get into the day of racing. Yeah, it was that was pretty good actually. My wife, uh, we had the day off today, and and the wife actually took me out um, to buy my birthday present. So I'm not sure what it is. Um, to be honest, I thought we were going to pick up my cake, and then it came out. It was more like a a photo frame or something like that. So she's either done like a uh, some kind of strawberry slice or something, maybe a strawberry cheesecake slice for my birthday, or it is a picture frame of some short sort. But uh, <laughs> so we did that. Grabbed some uh, some lunch this afternoon and, and popped home, and yeah, just. Uh, just uh, enjoying the days. They're pretty short at the moment, though. About half past five, it's, it's pitch black, so yes. you've got to make sure the dogs are all in and they've got their jackets on and they're nice and warm in the kennels. So, yeah, just uh, just looking forward to, to getting some of that uh, sunlight back, I guess, at 7.30 because I'm a, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of daylight savings and being able to mow the lawns at half past seven with a cold drink in your hand. Absolutely. More importantly, when's the big, when's the big day? When's the birthday? Uh, it's what day are we? Sunday. So uh, oh. I'm lucky enough, and and this is incredible scheduling. Like I call Hillsville every single Sunday for the yes. year. Um, very very rarely do we get a day off up there on a Sunday. And as it turns out, there's no racing at Hillsville on Sunday. So it's as if they knew it was my birthday and that I needed Love the it. day off. So uh, yeah, day off on Sunday, mate, which will be nice. How good's that? That is. It yeah, doesn't come much better than that, Jimmy. No, they've planned it well, and, and as I say, it's so weird because I've sort of, you know, and, and when you get involved in racing and sport, you sort of give away your weekends, but, you know, Sunday afternoons have, have been Hillsville for at least, I think, at, la- at least the last eight years, I'd say, so that's where, where you'll find me on a Sunday afternoon calling away at the 12-race program, and yeah, falls on my birthday a Sunday, and there's no Hillsville racing, so the stars have aligned this year. Absolutely. Roy from Templestowe, happy happy birthday, he says. Uh, meatball soup at the next at Warrigal. So hopefully he's going to get you a winner for your birthday and hopefully you'll find one as well in seven minutes' time. Yeah, look, meatball soup, uh, a bit of a chance there, but uh, for, for a vegetarian like myself, not not what I'll be eating no, on, uh, on no. Sunday afternoon. But, hey, this is a dog we spoke of last week on the show, Fab Rocket. Um, I'm pretty sure your quote after the race was, uh, even though it got beaten, this was this was a really big run, so mm. we're, we're going to tip into the uh, into the five again. But I'm also keen on the four, Sweet Chanel. Her run at Sale on Sunday behind a really handy type uh, Fenambulist was really good. Was only beaten a length. Uh, the track was really really slow at Sale. I think they harrowed it last week for memory. Um, and I think on that form, you go back through her her recent form. She's ran with Man Absconded. Uh, she's our rocket, Al Fernanda. There's some decent form there. So 
I'd be playing uh, the exotics with the four and the five, and, and hopefully we can we can get some luck. But meatball soup's a chance as well. Uh, was it Roy dialing in there? Yeah, the it text? was Roy from Templestowe. Yeah, hopefully Roy can can go well as as well with meatball soup. Last couple of starts have led up. They've been over four hundred and fifty, so back to four hundred. You'd have to think uh, the meatball soup would be some kind of chance. And as well, another thing, another lead that people like to follow sometimes is if the trainers travelled a fair way to race the dog. Because my theory is, you know, you're not going to travel six or seven hours if you don't think your dog's a chance. Um, the trainer of Meatball Soup comes from Echuca. So Echuca to Warrigal, not just around the corner. And you might find that it'd just about be the only runner they have in today as well. Absolutely. Fair to say it was a quietish day of racing. Not much to come out of, uh, out of the day's racing, I imagine, Jimmy. Yeah, look, and, and it's probably the same across all the codes yeah. at the moment, that uh, that quiet type of uh, time of year, I guess, and type of racing. But, yeah, there was uh, tier racing up at uh, Shepherd, and effectively it was 275-plus meeting, which is probably just a shade below Tier 3 class. Shim Girl won race number 3 in 22-12. She was pretty handy. The winner of race 5 surprised me all in Benny. Thought he was the best bet of the day by a long way, but I thought he'd come from behind, and the lids opened. He landed a length and a half in front, and I thought, by gee, this is going to be an easy watch. He only won by a length, but uh, he did go decent time, 25-67. But I'm not sure if you can be disappointing in winning, but I, I thought that might have been the case with him. Al Harriet won race number 8. Race 9 was won by Short Juice up at Shepherd, and I thought this is, is a really good training effort because this Greyhound was racing southern New South Wales for some time without really... Uh, troubling the scorer, has come down to Brenda Kinder, who trains up near Shepparton, and uh, won first up a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday meeting, Saturday evening meeting, and then again, second run up and, and got the job done. So really good uh, training effort to have two starts for, for two wins from a greyhound that was, was struggling to win a race at all. Absolutely. All right, well, what do you want to uh, start with? Should we have a look back at the Shepparton card or uh, or do you want to go somewhere else to start? Yeah, I think we'll have a quick go through the uh, the Warrigal program because we're at race number seven now. Mm. That's uh, that's about four minutes away. So we'll just go through the uh, the first six winners down there and hopefully the punters who are tuning in have backed them all. But mm. uh, I, I did think when I did the form for today's meetings, I thought, gee, it's it's not one of those days yeah. that you look at and they just jump off the paper. It was, <laughs> it was one you really have to open up the form guide, grab the highlighter and yes. try and find something. But yeah, race, uh, race one was won by Ellswick Sky, member of a handy litter that, that are producing a fair few winners. 23-13 in a maiden for this grade. Wasn't too bad. Handled box eight nicely. Race two was a busy finish. Jesse Rickerton got the job done at about 10-1. to 1, But again, it was a very, very hard race on paper. And such a compact finish probably showing that. Chrome Cadillac, who's been a greyhound that's promised a little bit. Uh, owned by some big owners, Surgeon Bill Bacilli. Raced in the care of Lynn Smith, took out race number three. Only just got there, but time was just moderate. Uh, race four went to Rock the Sky. This is a greyhound who won his maiden for memory on the first day of the year, and I don't think he's won a race since. So he got the job done today. Race four, number four, Rock the Sky. And then uh, race number five was won by Arcanine. This greyhound's been sort of mixing his distances, stepping up in trip and back down to the, the 400 and the 460. Today he led from box six, and with that staying form beside his name, he was always going to be strong. And uh, race six was a huge finish. There was only uh, three lengths between first and last in race number six down there. Mm -hmm. Alicia won it, but uh, as I said, they hit the line in a clump. There was only one third of a length between the first three greyhounds. So Ooh. that is the definition of a, of a busy finish. And let's hope race seven's not the case when <laughs> Sweet Chanel and Fab Rocket just tear away from the rest and, yes. and Meatball Soup can run a drum for Roy from Templestowe. Yes, I hope so. Hey, um, just a quick question. You like free beer, James? 
Free beer? Well, yeah. I'm probably not going to say no to that, am I? Well, Matty O has said, happy birthday for Sunday, Jimmy. Pop down to the local bowls club tonight after the show and he'll shout your beer. Gee, that's all right. I'm, I'm going to say uh, that's, that sounds like a pretty good plan to me, I reckon. Free beer, I'm not going to knock that one back. Nah. Oh, well, you're a madman <laughs> if you did. <laughs> and the bowls, I tell you now, I've yeah. heard some story about, about you know, stories about the bowls club. and yeah. yeah, they go bananas. This is the Yarra Glen Bowls Club I think Matty O's talking about. And sometimes you'll drive through Yarra Glen and there'll be all this noise and all this carry-on and you'd never pick it to be the bowls club. But <laughs> at about 3 or 4 a.m., they still rock the bowls club. So oh, it's... No. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a loose type of uh, setup they've got down there at the Yarra Glen Bowls Club. So if you're ever driving by, I probably could pop in there and say good day to Matty O. Hey, I might. I do like a party uh, like that. We sort of uh, have a few of those at the uh, Krieger Club from time to time, the old late night finish. And uh, hey, as much as it gets me in trouble at home, it, uh, it certainly, certainly is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's it, the old shindig. But you, as I say, you wouldn't expect the bowls club no. to be the place that, uh, that that you know really lets their hair down, and I think that's exactly what they do. Hey, we've got uh, Warrigal yes. fast approaching. Go. Right on the back of that is going to be Warnable race number two. Beautiful. First race at Warnable was won by Rio Harto, raced by Rosalind Hume. Uh, they've had a lot of success over the years, Ros Hume and, and Jeff Collins. Uh, lethal combination, and they won race one down there at Warnable. So we'll touch on the second there in just a moment. As I said, Warrigal race seven. Look, I'm just bringing up the the rough market for this race um you're getting 450 sweet chanel 330 fab rocket and roy's tip uh, from templestow meatball soup who's made the journey across from achuka to warrigal's about five dollars fifty so look I'm, I'm keen on the four and the five not a great deal of conviction but I, i'd be surprised if, if one of them aren't in the firing line you're getting 440 the four about three dollars fifty for the five now so if you were to have a small play on on both of those i think we're going to get a decent run for our money and maybe, just maybe, take them in the exotics and, and throw meatball soup in and you might have three of the, the first four across the line. All right, fingers crossed, Jimmy, because what we did on Tuesday was we broke the duct. Yes. We broke we- it and we, <laughs> we, we buried it deep, deep down to a point where we're, I don't think we're going to get back to going through a slump like that ever again. I, I hope you're right, mate. I, I hope we have uh, well and truly put it away because uh, it was a form slump. But hey, that, that's that's where champions are made, I think. When when you, you've had a, a bit of a bad run and, and you're on the canvas and you're fighting to, to hold it all together and then somehow you end up on top. And I think that's that's what's going to happen here. Warrigal race number seven. Let's get the, uh, the four and the five home. Uh, and then we move on to Warnable, which is only three minutes away. So, yeah, hot racing here in the next uh, next couple of minutes on SEN track. Certainly is, and the technology is just letting me down for one second. So just let's just stay here for one moment, and I'll just double check. All right, there we go. I've got it now. Racing I think we're away. So they're just about finished at Townsville, and the move up begins here at Warrigal. So we're going right on the back of this race, coming in well here, race number seven. 3.30 Fab Rocket, so a few chances. Widow Ash 3.40, set for a start. All set. Ready. Away they go. Pretty even start. Winning it out in the centre was Busy Izzy. Shot away to a leader by about two lengths here on Sweet Chanel in the second spot. First turn. Dropping right out there was Mario Bale. It's tailed out about three or four lengths away. Getting up to third spot. Fab Rocket before the turn. Uh, next was Meatball Soup. Brazen King was in that group. Also well back was Cody Talks and Mario Bale as mentioned but in the straight and Sweet Chanel hard up against the fence. One nicely over Busy Izzy second. Third the Fab Rocket. Well, you said the four and the five, but I'm taking it. If you back yeah. the four, 
if you back the 4-1 out, that's a winner for, in my mind from Jimmy Vandermark because he pushed both. And Jimmy, I'm saying that's a winner. Yeah, I'm counting it as a win, mate, as well, Bloody because Fab Rockets, Fab Rockets ran the third as well. So I said, if you play them in the exotics, you're going to go go a long way. And look, that form at sale behind Fenambulist was was what sort of lent us towards Sweet Chanel. And as I said, Fab Rocket a big run last week, and he probably did a similar thing. He just got sort of tangled up mid-race, and Sweet Chanel was able to trail the kennel mate in front and, and then pounce turning for home. 22.95 is a nice run. And if you played them both, you've got uh, on the local tote $5.40 for Sweet Chanel. So if you've had... 10 bucks each on the pair. You, you've outlaid 20, you've got back 54. So that is 100% worth playing music. Absolutely. I love playing music. I love it. It just fills me with joy because I know that the pockets are filling right around Australia. All right, Warrnambool, one minute, Jimmy. Where uh, Where's your head at here? Not an easy race. Uh, we just spoke of Roz Hume and Jeff Collins, the combination who won race number one. They've got the pink here. Um, Entice, who won last start from this draw at Geelong, went uh, 22.85 and good uh, good speed to the first mark, 8.35. Had a run prior to that at Horsham in a heat and was a little bit unlucky from box number six, which isn't an easy draw. Uh, the fact this Greyhound's two years and three months of age makes me think she's obviously got a fair bit of ability for them to persist because a lot of the times you see first artists start around the 20 months. So it's had about an extra six months before kicking off her career. She's by Bernardo, who's a really promising sire. So I like what Entice brings to this race. Therefore, I'm going to tip it on top. There's a little bit of unknown form with a few drawn the centre of the line who, who do show a fair amount of ability. So, look, we're going to go with the pink. Hopefully it can cross and lead. If we're not in front by the first corner, uh, we're in a little bit of strife. <laughs> I don't like hearing that sort of negativity, James. Yeah. I don't like oh, we'll that. be in front. Don't worry, Johnny. Right. We'll be in front, mate. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, they're just getting behind the boxes. We won't, we won't go just yet, but Roy is trying to invite himself for free beer as well. He wants to come along to the bowls club. <laughs> Matty O's responded. He said, I'll even come pick Jimmy up and be his designated driver. Isn't that nice? They're all getting Terrific. around you, Jimmy, for your birthday. Tell you what, they're good people out there, aren't oh, they? The, the listeners, they, they're a part of the family here. So uh, let's get them a winner. Entice at the ball. Let's get this one home. Let's go. Green light is on. Set for a start. They're ready. Racing, winning the start was Dark Stormy, Poison Sky away well, Drakenberg Dot trying to drive up on the rail and coming across from deeper out in Tice, next in the field was Poison Sky ahead of Defy the Critics, Aston Musket and Sharon's Dream last on the turn, a few chances here, the leader was Dark Stormy grabbing it now, Bobby Bullshark, Poison Sky late, but uh, Bobby Bullshark won it, beat Poison Sky, Dark Stormy and Tice. Alright, we'll put that one up to a bit of... Uh... <laughs> Just unlucky, I guess. Just yeah, unlucky. a bit unlucky. Yeah. A little bit like it had been at the uh, the bowls club for a few hours as well on the home corner. It missed the bend and wobbled about. But uh, just having a look, 22.44, the winner's gone. I was just going to catch the uh, the numbers as they hit the line there. Just noticing the three was running right up on the speed. Bobby Bullshark, he's by Barsia Bale out of Maya Mahi Mahi. So you're not going to find a, a better bred greyhound than, uh, than Bobby Bullshark. And he has won it. So he's won it easily at the end, 22.45. So maybe sometimes uh, the form isn't what you have to worry about and just go off the breeding. But uh, it's, it's a great game we play. And one thing I did say a couple of weeks ago, John, uh, yes. and I've said it a few yes. times on the show, 
if you follow that Vic Breeders form, the form or, or the uh, the form from also the uh, the Bendigo Gold Rush Maiden series, when connections have set their dog for that to start their career, mm. Bobby Bullshart, although his form wasn't outstanding in four runs, he had already been to a semi final of the Bendigo Gold Rush series. So that form line from that particular series on its on its own has stood so strong for the next couple of months. So right. that uh, that showed the Greyhound had some ability. Absolutely. All right, Jimmy Vandermart. We've got uh, we've got plenty to get through. We're just going to have a chit chat. I reckon. I reckon it's just time we catch up ahead of your big birthday this week. So we'll go through a little bit of what happened today as well. But we're going to have a bit of fun tonight. I reckon we're nearing the weekend, and it's nearly Jimmy Vandermart's birthday. So James, more laughs, more winners, more of everything on Thrill of the Chase after the break. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan, mate. I'm 30 on Sunday as well, so 30? getting old. Oh, no. Yeah. 30's the new 20. That's what they say. <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> James Vandermart to stick around after the break. Don't forget to download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account, and never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. Speaking of the Watchdog, he's going to be in the house, as is Jason Bonington, taking up a new role with Mitch Bayer because Fitzy... Doing a little switcheroo for the next couple of weeks. He's taking over from Bensley while Bensley goes on a well-earned break. So Boddington in the house with a Bayer and the Watchy after 6 o'clock. But more Thrill of the Chase coming up next. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Nice to have your company on the Thursday edition of Thrill of the Chase. John Donahoe with you. Don't forget, download the Watchdog app. Open a Black Book account and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. Jimmy Vandermart's here with me. Jimmy, uh, someone coming off the uh, text, uh, realising that our form is uh, down again. That's two and zero, boys. Give it a rest. <laughs> that's a bit Two harsh. and zero. We got, uh, we got Warrigal. Come on, mate. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I was thinking. But uh, clearly, yes. they, cl- clearly they tuned in late. Yeah, no, nah, we'll keep uh, we'll keep trying. Uh, that's that's what we do. We've got uh, Warrigal about uh, what is it, seven minutes away or thereabouts, yes. and uh, not too far away from Warnable. So there's plenty of racing to keep us busy. Uh, we will yeah. touch on the meeting at Sandown Park tonight. Uh, grade eight returns again. It's uh, it's good racing. So look, that's one thing I'm really excited about is that grade eight series because even on a night like tonight where there's yeah. no feature racing, we we get to see the best of the best go head to head on on just a simple stock standard meeting and and race for good prize money as well. Absolutely. Do you want to go through some of the results the last couple of days that have um, that have taken your eye, Jimmy? And what about a Blackpool finish, uh, Blackpool Flash, I should say, winning the Puppy Championship on Sunday as well. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on Blackpool Flash and, and what he's been able to do up the straight in, in such a short time. He's a seriously fast dog, this one. And uh, with the, the Hillsville Carnival or Festival of Racing about to commence, I thought we should we should give him a really good mention because if you want a Black Booker Greyhound that's more than most likely going to have a, a fair a fair crack at a few of these feature races that we spoke of, the Winter Cup, the Hillsville Cup, obviously, and uh, even some of the others, the Arrow and, and the other races that we heard about. Look, this Greyhound won so impressively in the at the Puppy Championship final. He's still a young dog, but he's got the experience on his side. And uh, what he was able to do was was dominate from box number five, but he did it with sheer speed. He went 16.69 over the 300 metres, uh, pocketed the, the 5,250 for first prize, plus a, a $1,000 Vic Grace bonus as well. But the way he won was impressive. And what, what he does, John, is the first 100 metres, he is 
I think he's the fastest dog in the country for the first 100 metres. If he's not the fastest, he's in the top five for the, the, the most amount of speed once he hits the ground. His box manners are, are pretty reliable. And therefore, no matter what race you put him in, you know he's going to be in front or, or right on the speed and therefore a chance. So he, he's one to follow, not just at Hillsville, but I think moving forward, he's a, he's a very reliable greyhound to bet on because he makes his own luck with that early pace. Absolutely. What about some results that took your eye the, the last couple of days? Anything, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday was was all right because we tipped Power of Oscar before we wrapped up the show. And look, even though he was only a, a short priced elect, he got the job done. And look, he, he was far from impressive when uh, when he got the job done. He had to work pretty hard for it. But uh, he got there in the last couple of hops. So I was just going through a couple of other results that uh, that stood out down there. Um, at uh, Warrigal, you had uh, Combust who won from from an inside draw. A greyhound that's uh, racing really well for. Ash Terry, we spoke of uh, we spoke of Ash Terry, of course, in the interview with Jerry Snyder's, who lives at the same property as, as Ash Terry and Nathan Rooney, and uh, he was saying that they were getting ready to go racing. Well, if you followed that form line, Combus got the job done in race number five, went twenty five ninety seven at Warrigal. That's uh, that's a mighty fine run. Uh, and as we spoke of, uh, Power of Oscar winning race eighty, he won it by an absolute pimple. It was a, it was a nose the winning margin zero point zero three of a second, but that's all you need when uh, when you've taken the shorts on the favourite. The other one that uh, I wanted to mention that really did catch my eye was race seven, Aston Jupiter. Ray Border, Graham Joe's combining. Now, this is a brother to the Greyhound that we're having a bit of success with in our kennel, uh, Aston Latham, and this dog's name's Aston Jupiter. I just think he's a big boy as well. He's 35 kilos. The fella we've got is about 38 kilos. They're, they're big fellas, and they're, you can tell they're just learning what they're doing. And I think Aston Jupiter's a greyhound that's starting to string it all together. And he, he looked to be under pressure turning for home. The last 100 metres found another gear, drew clear, and he won it by two and a half lengths running away from a greyhound who was in terrific winning form. So I think a couple of dogs to, uh, to black book moving forward. Uh, and hopefully we can, uh, we can enjoy some wins with Aston Jupiter and also Blackpool Flash to win some nice races. All right, Jimmy, I like that. That sounds uh, very interesting. I'm going to keep an eye on those dogs. Why don't we get some news headlines, my friend? We'll take a quick spell, and I reckon we'll come back and we'll have a look at tonight's racing at Sandown Park. They're back at Sandown tonight after last week they didn't race there. They raced at Warrigal, is that right? Or the Meadows? Uh, they raced the Meadows. in the Meadows. Yeah, Meadows. Meadows. Yep, That's correct. right. All right, so we'll take a look through the card at uh, Sandown Park tonight, and maybe Jimmy can give us a couple of tips as well because – I reckon there's a few winners in among them, uh, Jimmy V. Oh, there's always winners to be found. Warrigal's only three minutes away. Just before we hit the news button, Kibitz is the way to go there. Race eight, number one. Yep. Hopefully can lead all of the way. All right, well, we'll be back. We will be back for this race at Warrigal. Don't you worry about that. Only a minute and a half of news uh, to come. And we'll be back for Warrigal and Warrnambool. More with Jimmy Vandermart on the other side of the news headlines. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Thanks for that, April. Uh, big, big show still to come. Half an hour to go. We're hoping to track down the great Peacock, Mitchell Bayer. Hopefully he'll be in the building soon because he's got a big night ahead uh, with Bonners, who's taking the reins off Miles for a bit. Uh, and then uh, the Watchy will be on as well. We're trying to we're trying to get the Watchy or Mitch to come on and just have a look at the card with us as well, Jimmy. Yeah, I thought I'd make, we've, we've never spoke to the watchdog on this show and, and I've been involved with Greyhound Racing Victoria 
uh, for, for quite some time. And I'm still unaware who this mysterious character is, uh, the Watchy. So I yes. thought it'd be good to uh, to have a chat to him and, and break down some of these races at Sandown tonight. Of course, race one's only 35 minutes away. Yeah. So we're not too far off getting uh, Metro racing underway, which we will preview yes. after these uh Races at Warrnambool and also Warrigal. But let's get Kibitza home here. Number one Yeah, here. number one has oh. to lead, has to run them along. I give the seven a smoky chance to run well as, as well for Jerry O'Keefe, who's a very good I've, trainer. But I think Kibitza can lead. I've told you my my theory on uh, on uh, reserve dogs. I generally back them if I was to back one here. With no looking at the form, I'd be back in the 10. But I'm with you, Jimmy Vandermark. Mm. Don't you worry about that. Let's get to Warrigal now. Yeah. Right for a start here. Green light, 460, race eight of the night. Set to go. They're ready. And they're racing. Last out of boxes there was Tinker China. Otherwise, a pretty good line away. Kibitza leads them today. Going forward out three and four deep. Sensational into the picture with Why Not Susie Addy attitude underneath it. Next in the field is just checked was uh, Why Not Rose when going forward was uh, around the outside. Jayville Talia. Long black lasses off the track. Well back in the race was Midnight Storm. Tinker China. They turn though and Kibitza shot away. Sensational through to second. They're lining up for the miners, but Kibitza by four lengths. Long black lass out wide prominent with Jayville Talia. Sensational for the minor issue. Uh, next in Tinker China. Yeah, it's what we do. It's what we do. Kibitza, he called it before the ad break, Jimmy Vandermart. He's come back. He's backed it up. And Jimmy, we are just flying along again. So to that person who said zero yeah. from two, lads, that'd be two from about, uh, I think, three races, Four. Jimmy. Two or three, two yeah. Two, two from three, three, yeah. Absolutely. Let's just make it two out of three. Well, don't be sad. Don't absolutely. be sad, John. Don't be sad because two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, I know. Well, we don't talk about meatloaf in this country anymore because butchered, butchered that. <laughs> he did, didn't he? It's, it's, I, I, look, I, that was, it wasn't the greatest performance, but I, I still don't mind a little bit of the old loaf every now and then, especially not uh, when you've got a uh, yeah, you've got a, a two dollar thirty top toter home there at uh, at Warrigal, and two out of three ain't bad. It's mm. the it's the perfect uh, song for where we're at right now, and. Still uh, plenty more racing to come, so hopefully there can be a few more. Just having a look too, Long Black Lass was our danger that I said, uh, yes. race number eight. Ran second, paid three ten a place. So, mate, we, we are flying and sensational finished off into fourth number ten. You did no form, but you just liked the colour of the rug, I think it was. And, hey, if we, we took some kind of first four there with my on-top selection, the dangers, I think we would have done pretty well. I think yeah. we did well anyway. Absolutely. I told you, I just don't even, I don't even bother looking at it. I just, I'm a big reserve dog man when they're around four or five dollars i just think they run well i think i've explained this to you before i have no knowledge i have no idea what i'm doing a mug punter like myself i just have a crack and see i'll tell you what there there is a little bit of uh, a bit of a genius behind what you're doing in a way because when there's tier three racing and and ranking races sometimes it can actually form that the uh, the way the grading system is that the best dogs can be a reserve so you can often see it with when they when they're graded bottom up which is i think the warnable meeting on the monday for example they they're graded effectively to have the slower dogs racing and the faster dogs not racing. So it's, it's effectively for the dogs who are out of form. But what it often does is the first eight that get a start don't have the, the best of form, and then nine and ten can often be better than the, the first eight because it's an upside-down grading system. So that in, in that instance, well, 100%, you, you're worth jumping on the reserve, and you probably get a better price because punters may not go for them based on the fact they look and go, well, you know, they're obviously not that good because they wouldn't be reserved. Black Martini's going to win, uh, I reckon, this race at Warrnambool, by the way, not too far away. Seriously? How bloody good is the bull? Couldn't have said it better myself, Rick. Um, I reckon uh, Jimmy Vandermark's onto something. 
I have a laugh when when Rick says that. How how bloody good is the ball? Because he got everyone got I think right around it the first time. Now he drops it in every single time. Yeah. I don't know if it's as special as yeah, it once was, but it, uh, it's one of those off the cuff lines that you know, like if someone walked up to Anthony Hudson and said this. 13, 13. <laughs> I don't know how it would go down. Just like at nine years yeah. later or whatever, however long ago it was, but it's one of those yeah. lines that at the time it's bloody genius. Oh, Absolutely. mate, and I, I think, honestly, if you go down the pubs and things like that down at Warnable, I'm pretty sure they're selling hoodies with how bloody good is the ball on it. So it's, uh, uh, it's, a, it's taking, a very, very... That's, yeah. that's taking the piss now. Special comment, though. Uh, let's, let's get this one home at the ball, mate. Black Martini, spear across, lead them, and let's continue the winners. I give the five a smoky chance on, as well Martini. to run well. Spring Empire. Go the Martini. Continues to fall. And they're nearly ready. All set. Green light, set the third, set for a start. Racing, pretty level line to leave. Josie Wags musters from the inside. Siren head, Black Martini, rush across from the deep and run to the lead. Back in fourth, Vertigo Bond from Killashandra. Next, the inside, Spring Empire. Well back in the race, Aston Secret, Red Sunset. On the turn, Josie Wagger again the lead. Siren head after it, though. Josie Wagger half in front. Siren head tries hard, misses. Josie, uh, Josie Wags held off Siren head. Third across the oh, line. Disappointing. Very disappointing run. Come on, John. You've been a bit harsh, mate. We almost got across at the first <laughs> corner there, and it was actually the kennel, mate, the seven, that, that kept us off the rail. And by doing that, they actually allowed the red to come through underneath them again uh, after they got past Josie Wags. So as it turned out, the red was too good. It looked pretty damp down there at uh, Warnable, 22.48. So that probably means we're not uh, too far away from, uh, from the rain starting to hit Melbourne. Yeah, I didn't mean to be harsh. I apologise. That was no, that I'll was a, you off, mate. that was poor teamwork on my part, Jimmy. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look at myself uh, deeply about a comment like that because I should be supporting you and saying, well, you know, it wasn't the dog's fault. It wasn't your fault that you tipped it either. So, you know, mate, with how with how well you you stuck up for me last week when I could mm. not back a winner to save myself, I think you have the right to have a go at me when I back a loser. So, no, no we're gonna call it even, mate. Uh, we've still got a few to go. Warrigal's about. Uh, 12 minutes away. Good. I think that'll be the last race we cover on the, yes. the show before the, uh, the team, the Lids Fly team, kick in tonight with, uh, with the coverage of Sandown Park. And that uh, first race just on half an hour away, what? just under half an hour, in fact. So, so much good racing it? to get through. Let's have, have a, a look. look, yeah. Let's have a look. All right, Done. let's go through the card. Race one in about 28 minutes' time. Tiger Isla is the favourite there out of the one box. Hennessy, number four. $4.60. I should say Tyler Iger. Tiger Isla is at $2.90 currently. Ambitious $4.40 and Mirror Illusion at $5.50. It's a terrific race, the uh, the first. It's the Warrigal to Sandown final. And one of the greyhounds that qualified for this, the five, Mirror Illusion, was the fastest qualifier into tonight's race. So you'd have to think based on that kind of form line where you're going to be some kind of a chance. Now, I'm just bringing up the market for this race. And to show the depth, it's a $5.50 chance. So, look, it's it's a tough race on paper. Tiger Isla's got terrific form. I think the box draws are what are going to favour a few of these. Tiger Isla, Balburner, who can, can find the rail and hit the line. Hennessy, I think, drawn okay in four. Um, the five and six mirror illusion ambitious. They ran first and second in their respective heat at Warrigal, but I think they've just both drawn a little bit too tricky out there. And ambitious, of course, raced uh, in the WA Oaks this year. So her form's really good. But look, if I was forced to have a tip, I'm probably going to go with number three, Bell Burner, for Jerry O'Keefe. It's an $18 chance into 650. So 
They've snapped up the value. But, uh, look, he's strong. He needs the rail. He should get that at some point. Whether or not he's close enough to, let's say, a Tiger Rider or Hennessy who might get out and lead, we'll just have to wait and see. Race number two on the card. That's 43 minutes away. Untapped, $2.60. Spring Cobra is $4.60. $3.50 Gypsy Wyong all the way down the bottom. And uh, always Ho-Ho. This, is, this looks like a tough market, this one, Jimmy, race two. Yeah, race two on the card. It is a, is a very tough race. Uh, scratching a number one, Omega Tyson, who would have been, uh, I think, a genuine chance in the race. So, look, we've tipped Spring Cobra, I think, a couple of times on the show. I don't mind where he's drawn in box number four. If you can just find the rail, uh, he's got a very strong finish on him. Mr. Speaker, another greyhound that we've we've spent a fair bit of time chatting about, owned by Paddy Garshagen and trained by uh, trained by Joshy Famos, a couple of uh, footy players involved in, in the Speaker. He's drawn box number six. So, look, it's not an easy race, but I'm going to settle on number four, Spring Cobra. Okay. No. Is Spring Cobra the one you tipped, you tipped us yep. into a couple of weeks ago that won at, at the 12th yep. race at Sandown? Correct. You're oh, all over it, mate. And I think Mitchie Abaya heard it. Yeah, he he heard the, the yeah. coverage on the way in, I thought, and he, he jumped on the bandwagon and then claimed it as his own. Of course he did. Of course he did. The <laughs> peak of, mate, he's... Since he's just, you know, sale Sundays, Thursday nights, he's really got a, a sense of self-worth that I'm not liking, Jimmy. You and I wouldn't nah. go to those sort of Hollywood levels. I oh, know. I think he's just he's getting a little bit too far ahead of himself, yeah, old Mitch. He really needs to is. he needs to come in there tonight and just worry about tipping winners. That's all he needs to worry about the great man. And I, I remember saying to him, I said, Oh, did you <laughs> listen to Jimmy Vandermart's tip? He, oh no, I tipped it myself. I said, Hold oh. on. Hold on. When did it first go out? On the airwaves, it was well before you came in and I, I, I gave him a piece of my mind, I'll tell you that, Jimmy, because that's what good teammates nah. do. That's what we are, mate. We're team. After 6 o'clock, we, we turn the radio dial yes. off. We, yeah, we do not absolutely. follow the rubbish they put to air. No, absolutely. I'm only joking. <laughs> Richard Mercer, love song dedications. That's what I turn on. Uh, that's it, mate. Sandown Park, race number three. Lala Kiwi yeah. uh, is $2.40, $3.10 for Aston Ooh. Cade and six fifty for Hazy Roy. It's hard, this one. Um Harper's girl, Robbie Bean, who owned the winner of one of the uh, the recent uh, Pink Diamond finals, Aussie Secret up at Bendigo. Harper's girl won a, a nice race down at Sale last weekend, last Sunday. So she she's a bit hit or miss sometimes. She's normally a better beginner, but she went for the uh, the Sapphire Crown recently and was a chance. She drew well, uh, just made a meal at the start. So if Harper's girl misses the kick, I think La La Kiwi's the one that, that finds the lead and the rail and probably wins. But... If Harper's Girl begins, it, it turns the form upside down because La La Kiwi is going to have to work. You've also got Junk Food Junkie, who's an elite free-for-all sprinter. Look, to be honest, it's almost a race I'd leave alone. Um, if I was forced to pick one, I'd go the, the well-backed La La Kiwi, but it's a tough one. Uh, we'll go through one more before we get to a break, and we'll come back and uh, just whip through the rest of them. Race number four, uh, the favourite is number seven, Webleck Eagle, $2.35, $4.80, $4.60 for Tinsley Bale, an extra speed at $4.80. Uh, Russian sub is $6. Another one that's that's a pretty hard race, to be fair. I thought extra speed's going to lead clearly off the inside. Uh, very, very fast beginner. When I say clearly, Tinsley Bale's probably the greyhound that can, that can go with in the early part of the race. They both like to, to hit the mat and run. Zipping Hunter's a, a slow beginner who should work home. Brody Light's a consistent type who can show a bit of speed. I think Brody Light's will be sort of stuck out there three wide. The favourite's drawn box seven, Webleck Eagle. And even though he made a, a great return last time, that was from box number one. He led up and he only went 5.20 to the first section. Now, from box seven, if he records 5.20 to the first section here, 
I would be tipping him to at least be fourth, no closer than fourth. So if you back the fave, he's not going to lead running 5.20 tonight. They're going to go 5.05 to the first peg. So if you're willing to take the seven, you're going to have to to know that you're probably going to have to come from behind. But he's a a group one winner over the 6.50. So he is a greyhound that can come from behind. I just thought maybe Extra Speed or Tinsley Bale could get the flyer. Even Brody Lights, who's got terrific early pace. But mm. another one that's that's a really hard race to, to try and tip. And, yeah, it's, it's one that I'd almost sit out. But if I was forced to, maybe Extra Speed to lead all of the way. All right, mate. We'll, uh, we'll take a uh, final break. We'll come back. We'll rip through a couple and hopefully get some tips off you to finish up. And maybe, just maybe, Mitchell Bayer will be in the building. I doubt it because he's always late. But maybe we'll be able to get uh, <laughs> old uh, Hollywood Showtime on the program. James Vandermark, John Donahoe with you on the best Greyhound show you will listen to every single day, bar none. Isn't that right, Jimmy? Yeah, mate. And this is just the Rip, uh, rip Mitchie Bay part hour, I think, <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Hope he doesn't get a hold of this footage. He'll be furious. He will. He will. He's always listening. He's always listening. All right, (laughs) let's take a break. We'll be back to wrap things up on the other side of this. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. John Nono, James Vandermart with you on Thrill of the Chase. Jimmy, we missed the jump at uh, Warrigal. Was there one that you did like as the five crosses the line first? Yeah, it wasn't the five, so okay. that's uh, that's good news. Big I was actually keen on the two, uh, Miss Angel Dime. I'm just, I'm just on a little bit of a delay here and yeah. seeing that they Came hit the line. The inside, it might have ranged third, third or fourth. Yeah, it did finish third. So love, yeah, love so a collision. It was about a $15 chance. Yeah, love a collision at uh, sixteen twenty gets the job done. Ellswick, Rocky, and then Miss Angel Die is the winner there. Uh, sorry, finishes third. A warnable in two minutes. We'll get this tip out, and then we, uh, we might be able to get some best bets from you at Sandown tonight. Yeah, Warnable uh, race number four we're up to there. It's not too far away. Uh, this is a mixed f- six and seven over the 450 metres. You've got the red $10 Slaps, who won first up in 25.61. Tapering off, who, who ran a good race here last time out, but has form at Mount Gambia, which doesn't always uh, come across the border too strongly. Boom out box number three for uh, for the Michelle Marley at Kennel at Avalon. Has, uh, has had a nice start to its career. Untapped ability for Anthony as a party. Looks the... The best form line going into the race, and Fernando's Quest has some some strong form as well. So there, there are definitely some chances. I'm going to go with the form of uh, of Anthony Azapardi's runner. It's a dollar fifty, so it's not much of a tip. But uh, when you go through those first two starts, I did listen to the coverage, uh, and I was part of the coverage for the Pink Diamond Night mm-hmm. up at Bendigo, and uh, he was saying that uh, yeah, this this greyhound's got a, a fair big motor as well. Twenty five twenty three to win a a maiden race at Shep. They don't go any faster. So should be winning, but there are definitely a couple of contenders, especially drawn underneath of him. Lovely. Hey, Jimmy, special guest in studio. The Peacock himself is here. He has just entered oh. with a little bit of, uh, what's he got? He's got beer in his hand. He's got the bull's hat on. He's got the shorts on. He's ready to go for a big night. Hello, Mitchell. G'day, mate. G'day, Jimmy. Hey, we weren't going to let you on the show, Mitchie. Uh, we, we've been bagging you out for at yeah. least the last 15 oh, minutes. How do you feel re- about that, Mitch? doesn't bother no, me, No, I must say you've, there's, a little bit of a, there's a little bit of an arrogant swagger about you <laughs> of late, oh, I reckon. I'll give it a rest. I mean, sale Sundays, <laughs> Thursday nights. I mean, you're being recognised oh, all been, over the joint right now. I've been getting the win on the buzzer. That's that's why. They're yeah. all hating me because I'm yeah. winning on the death. But yeah. uh, Everyone hates a winner. Yeah, nah. no, that's true. Yeah. But uh, hopefully we find a few. Big show tonight. Bonnington in the house. Yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie it is. Tonight. It's going to be it's going big. To be, uh, yeah. It's going to be good. Absolutely. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, guys, I just want to quickly, I want to give a couple of tips here tonight. I want to see what Mitchie thinks. Yep. First up, I like race seven, Sandown number two, my father's son to run a play. So I think he can just follow <laughs> through and 
there are a couple of good ones in. Don't tell me you're following this one, are yeah, you? Yeah, I am. Race, race seven, number two, my father's son. That's enough to, to say, yes, get on that, because Mitchie just had to say, I am, and that's yep. what he did. <laughs> what about what about later on, mate? I, I thought the last couple of races are the couple of uh, of interesting ones. Weblek World, drawn race uh, 11, box number two. Looks just to be probably the right race for him. He goes from a, or for her, I should say, back from a free-for-all at the Meadows, right back to a fifth grade at Sandown, and, and not an overly strong one at that. I, I thought they were the, the maybe the two better bets of the night. Do you think Webleck World can get the job done? Webleck World was my best bet of the night. I told Dad earlier to have it in multis, which he's done, so he's got it running in a few for today. <laughs> uh, I had I had, I had had uh, three better bets of the night, Jim. Uh, Webleck World was my best, and my other three were yep. uh, race nine, number two, Aston Lavinia. I thought it would uh, spear the lids. Stop the there, mate. Stop there. <laughs> Stop there, Mitchie. Your show's not good enough yeah, to give it all the way right yeah. now, mate. <laughs> no, I, uh, that's, uh, that's one of my better ones as well, Jim. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm very keen on nah, the two you said. Hey, we won't be able to get to Warrnambool, Jimmy, enough. just because um, we're, we're going to run out of time here. But, uh, Mitchie, uh, you've, you've got fresh meat to terrorise tonight. Bonner's yep. claiming his laptop broke down last night and, he, you know, he's lost all his form. It's, it might be a nice, easy win for you today. Yeah, but surely his memory's not a sieve. True, if you've true. if you've studied yeah, if, if you've studied, studied the form, exactly you should be able right. to go back to the race and say, "Oh, okay, I remember what this, I had in this race." This is the same bloke who's gone through. Bonington. This is the same bloke who's gone through about eight phones in six months in 2021 already because yeah. he just keeps losing them. So, um, look, you, you never know what Bonners is going to come out with. As the five just looms up, Jimmy. Not oh, gonna get there. no, not going to get there. The three gets the job done. Yeah, no, Bonners is a. That's Bonners is a um, is a very energetic character. He's going to be fantastic. So uh, go go well, Jim tonight. Yeah, you too, mate. I'm just glad, guys, you agree with our selections. Let's yeah. get Webleck Will home the best bet tonight at Sandown. Good on you, Jimmy. Appreciate it, mate. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, fellas. Have fun. Cheers. Thank you, Mitchie. Good luck. Anytime. Cheers, mate. Good luck uh, taking on Bonners and the Watchdog. That's coming up next. The big Thursday night of racing action. It is. Abaya, the peacock, the man, well, he's just got a bit of a swagger about him. I don't like it. Watchdog and Bonnington, <laughs> that's coming up next. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.